Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good, good. All right, so Chris kind of set things up a little bit. I'm going to continue to, to build on that. Today is going to feel like a little bit of a different Sunday. Um, and we're excited about that um, because one of the things that we highly value is God's Word. And we're going to talk about how we apply that to our life today. But if you're new um, and you were coming to, maybe you just moved into town, you were um, looking for a church, we would encourage you to come back. Most Sundays don't look like this, uh, but we are excited to have a little bit of a conversation um, together today. So we are going to do something called a soap study. And so the reason that we are going to do this is that one of the things that we have put in place here is our discipleship pathway. And in the discipleship pathway, we, in the discipleship pathway what we have is this three different areas that we want to pay attention to. So we want to pay attention to learning, to training, and making sure that we're doing things in community. And the way that, that has been so important to us from a leadership perspective here at the church that we have divided our calendar up in such a way. So during our, um, during from January till Easter is our learning time. And in that time, we are specifically paying attention to the things that we are filling our mind with. And then from after Easter through the summer is our training season. And this is what are some practical tools, what are some spiritual disciplines that we can put into our life to make sure that we can grow in our relationship with God. And then from fall until Christmas time is our community time where we put extra emphasis on community. So today we find ourselves in a training season. And so today we are going to focus on one of those training exercises, which is our SOAP study. Now, SOAP, we're going to walk through here in a little bit exactly what those, the acronym means. But the overall overarching picture is this. It is a prayerful way to study Scripture. It is a way to study Scripture prayerfully. And there's a lot of times that we come to God's Word, and maybe it's just to gain knowledge, just to do it. Maybe if we're honest with each other, we come to Scripture a lot because we know it's something that we're supposed to do, and so we're just going to check a box. And so we just come just to read, but we walk away not remembering what we read or what the purpose of it was. And so this is a practice that we can put into place that helps us prayerfully read Scripture and then apply it to our lives. And so this is something, this is a practice that happens all the time, and not all the time, it happens often in all areas of our church. So it will happen in our kids' ministry, Specifically, we have a milestone retreat. It's the third grade milestone. So for those kids who are in third grade. And in that retreat, we teach parents and kids how to do this, how to do this practice. And we spend that time going over and doing that. This is something in our student ministry that whether they're in small groups, whether when they go on retreats, this is a practice that, the, that they will put in place. And from an adult perspective, we offer spiritual formation retreats. And this is a time for us to get away and to put some of these disciplines into practice over the course of a weekend, and we start our mornings out with this practice. We start this morning out, our mornings out with going through the SOAP practice together. Now, one of the things is you can do this on your own. This is something that can be done just with you and God, but we encourage you to do it in the context of community, and we'll talk about that a little bit more here in a little bit, but we're going to practice that a little bit together today. So, Initially, we have thought, you know what would be really fun? Let's take all the chairs, take them down, 
and we're going to go ahead and just put tables up and have everyone sit around a table and you get to share with each other. Who would have had fun with that? A couple of you, not very many, right? <laughs> so instead, what we decided to do is I've invited a couple people to stay up, to come up here with me and they'll come up here in just a second. But I've invited them to come up, and we are going to practice what this looks like. When we're on retreat, what it looks like for us to read God's word and talk about how it impacts our life in community with each other. Um, so before we dive into that, again, if you have a copy, get that out. If you are online right now, I'm going to talk specifically to you, you can go to the QR code there, and there you can get a digital copy of everything we're going to do, and you can follow along that way. If you're in-house today, again, if you don't have one, let us know. We'd be happy to get you one. But I want to talk through a little bit of what each of these mean. So S stands for Scripture. And so with Scripture, we have a passage, passage today. We are going to be in James chapter 1, verses 19 through 27. And that's where we're going to spend our time today. And so the first part of this practice is reading Scripture. Now, when we do this, it's not something that is supposed to be rushed through. It's something that's supposed to be done slowly. And so for us as achievers who like to accomplish a lot of things, this can be difficult at times because we want to get through and get done as quickly as we can. That is not the purpose of this morning. So all of you who want to be the first one to turn your paper in, not, not the goal, take your time. So my encouragement, when you read through the scripture, read through it one time just to familiarize yourself with the passage. Then read it through a second time, and then a third time, and if you need to, a fourth time. And what you're doing on those extra, the, the second, the third, and the fourth time is you are hoping to pay attention and, and looking for what the Holy Spirit may be highlighting for you, maybe bringing forth it, that wants to, to that what God is trying to get your attention with. And so that's what we do with Scripture. Then next is O, which stands for observation. And observation is, what do you observe about the passage? Why did this passage stick out to you? Take some notes. What, what is the biblical author trying to say? What is God trying to teach me through this? What do I notice? Then after observation, we go to application. And this is where we start to apply the scripture to our life. Again, it's not just for us to take in and just say, okay, I read it. But okay, how are we going to apply this scripture to our life. So we write down the application. And then finally, P is for prayer. And this is where we write our prayer out to God, um, asking him to help us apply what we have learned, what he has taught us to our lives. Now, the beautiful part about doing this in the context of community with each other is as we read through this passage, there's probably going to be different verses that stand out to you that are going to be different than how they stand out to me. And what God is trying to teach us is going to be different, but we can learn from each other. And when you do it in the context of community, then you are, you're inviting other people in to speak truth into your life. And so again, I know today is going to be different, um, but I would encourage you, push through it. If you don't like to write things down, just try it today. Let me encourage you just to try it. Push through, try something new, and see what God has in store for you. So at this point, I'd like to bring up um, the people who are going to do this in context of community with me today. We have Stephen McBride. Um, he is a leader in our men's ministry, as well as a leader with our student community, our youth group. And so he has volunteered to be up here with us. We have Amy Anthony. She is our missions pastor um, and was our kids pastor for a long time. 
and then we have Cooper Pelludat, who's a leader in our student ministry. Um, and so they have been so gracious with me and willing to come up here and share. Um, and again, we kind of made this joke in the first service. The reason we have people up here is to see this can be done in different age demographics and with different people. So yes, Amy is the token old person. We awkwardly talked about that in the first service. He did not tell me that when nope. he invited me to be on this panel. Nope. I thought maybe I was representing Canada. Nope. Women. This, this can be an international Older thing. We can, we can stick with Canada. This can be an okay. international practice. Yes. I thought it was going to be a thing for all bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for being willing to be up here. So we are now going to transition and do uh, take a little bit of time to read through the scripture. So I'm going to give you about five to seven minutes to read through this passage. Again, they will be on the screen. If you have your Bible, I would encourage you to get your Bibles out. If you access it on your phone, that's fine. I'll pick up your pen for you here in just a second. And we will spend some time prayerfully, slowly reading the scripture. And then what I'll have you do is where it's in your little box on your handout where it says scripture, the verses that stand out to you, write them there. Now, if there's a section of scripture that's a little bit too large, you can just write the reference there. But just what does the Holy Spirit highlight for you? Take your time. Again, we have five to seven minutes. That doesn't sound like long, but it will feel a little bit longer once we get into it. So there'll be some music playing over top. I'll give you about a minute warning when we're going to wrap things up. But take your time and slowly read through. Again, James 1, 19 through 27. Let's go ahead and read God's word together.
finished yet. Again, don't rush through it. You can continue to write as we talk. But I would like to just ask you guys, what verse stood out to you guys in your reading this morning? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so in, in reading through this uh, again, I, I really picked out verses 19 and 20 as they paralleled with 26 and 27. Um, and then 22 kind of tied it up for me. Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, the word mirror mm-hmm. really stuck out. But then the scripture, the verse that also stuck out to me at this reading was verse 25, which is, but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works, this person will be blessed in what he does. I would say verse 22 for me. Um, Listening to the word, I know that a lot of times when I'm at home, like my parents will tell me things that go in one ear and out the other. Um, that happens way too many times, I'd like to admit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but then just listening to what God says in the Bible and then not just reading it and like, oh, there, that's there. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and then just going into just doing what it says. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, for me, it was James 1 19. Um, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. But the word that stuck out more this time was the word dearly loved, or the words dearly loved. That, for me, um, stood out more this time than it did in the first service. So, yeah, that stood out to me. So next, now that we've identified the scriptures together, we're going to take a little bit more time. And I would like for you guys, and we will do the same, to write out the observation. So what did you observe? What's, why, maybe what is the biblical author trying to point out with you? Write out what you observed and then how you desire and how you want to apply it to your life. And so take a few moments, write some of that stuff out, and then we will talk about what we have and what we observe and how we want to apply it there. But let's start there, take a few moments, a few minutes, and write out your observation and your application. Go ahead and do that real quick.
so we're going to transition now into a time where we're going to kind of share our observations um, and why it stuck out to me. So whoever wants to go first, what, what did you observe in the passage? Um, so I'm going to go with verse 27. I saw like uh, how it's talking about religion that God accepts as pure and faultless is to look after the orphans and widows in their distress. Um, and so I thought I was flipping through my Bible before this, and I saw Mark 45, well, Mark 10, 45, I had underlined, and it kind of tied in. So it was for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. So just going out there and helping those in need. Um, and then also keep from being polluted from the world. So like, like the things we see in daily lives, like politics or sports that can get in the way of trying to get closer to God and being more like him. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for sharing, Cooper. I can go next. All right. Um, so this time reading through, the, the same verses stood out, but it was for really different reasons. Um, and so this time I, I really focused more in on verse 20. So for human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. You know, before I thought verse 22 stood out the most to me as like the, the overall observation, like, yeah, that ties everything together. We should be doers, not just hearers. Um, but this also kind of gives a little bit more credence to the, the other verses as well, like the why behind everything mm. to me. So uh, the, the first time I read it through, the, that 19 stood out, um, just about understanding how we should be you know, quick and slow. And I think back to being a, a middle schooler myself and how quick to angry, that I could get with my mom and just different things. Like, she doesn't know, I know everything. I'm 12, <laughs> come on, mom. Which, by the way, uh, our students tonight, back to school bash, I better see you there. Six to 8.30, come on, fifth through 12th grade. All right, if I don't see you there, I'm gonna be real sad. Anyway, um, verse 20 now, it, it made me think, you know, why would we want to look in the mirror? Why would we want to check ourselves on these things? And it's because we want to be, I guess, you know, buddies with God. We, yep. I think back to my friends, like if our, if our favorite sports team lost, it'd be like, man, we want to be mad together. If it won, we want to be happy together. And here we're like, yeah, these things that we read in the Bible make God angry. So we want to be angry together with him. And it's like, well, our human nature doesn't allow us to be righteous hmm. like God is righteous. Yeah. He sees things so much deeper than we ever will be able to. So we don't, we're not really allowed to be angry like he is. We're not really allowed to speak like he wants to speak. And uh, so that's why Watch One really stood out. Um, and that was my biggest observation yeah. uh, this time. Yeah. And it's not something we have to carry. We don't have to carry that. I feel like a lot of times we feel like it's our job to do that. Instead, it's not something we can trust God with and enjoy the peace that comes from that. That's really yeah. good. Thanks, Stephen. about you, Amy? Yeah, so for me, it was a cool example of how you can read scripture twice, even on the same day. <laughs> and have something completely different. So in the first service, I really focused on what I was learning from the mirror um, verse. But in this one, um, what stood out to me more is the, um, the concept of being a doer. So for those of you who know me well, I'm all about acts of service. I'm a very task-oriented person. And so I just wrote down under my observation, I have always read doers of the word as action steps that I'm doing for others. So whether that's helping, giving, sharing, which are all good things, but today, I realized that the previous verses talk more about work on self, hmm. like the anger, the um, quick, to, quick to listen, yep. slow to speak. Yep. And so um, I 
felt more like what this verse was telling me today was that I need to spend more time allowing and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal things that I need to work on in myself and that that's the doing I also need to be doing besides just doing external for others. Great, thank you. Yeah, I think a little bit when we did this in first service, one thing that Amy had pointed out was there's a lot of times you observe and you recognize all the ways that, that we need to change. And I'm like a glass half empty type person. So I'm always thinking, how can I get better? What can I do that's going to be? And she had mentioned also what the word does. It allows us to see what are some things that we're actually doing well. How is, how is God pleased with how we're growing? And, and I tend to miss that a lot. And so I think that's probably a little bit when we did this in community, why dearly love stood out. Because I... Yeah, because for me, I operate most of the time from the standpoint of duty. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So, I, and this is what you're supposed to do because this is the right thing to do. Instead of operating out of a place of, I'm someone who's loved and starting from that place, then following Jesus from there instead of just doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. So thank you for that. So let's transition now to our application. So what, how, from the things that you've read and observed, how are you hoping to apply that to your life? Yeah, so I, I really thought on here, really quick and easy way to tie it all together is just to be a doer and not a hearer. Um, but, you know, even thinking more about it in this service and, and going back through the verses and, and introspectively seeing what God is saying, um, yes, that is a, an overarching. And then the action steps are verse 19 for me is that I need to be, be quick and slow uh, on those things that are mentioned there. Um, and, and to remind myself that the reasons why is because I'm, I'm not the one who needs to be angry and that why would I even want to take on that burden, put that at God's feet and, and work on the things myself that can make me um, the best I can be. Awesome. Thanks for sharing, Stephen. Yeah, for me, um, the application would be that as I'm going to scripture, that I um, allow scripture to mirror to me, mm. not just the things I need to do, but the things I need to work on and how um, making those changes in my life and allowing the Holy Spirit to help me become more like Jesus will actually make the external doing yeah. easier and with the right motives in heart so that people can hopefully see Jesus more in what I'm, my wonderful acts of service. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. I think personally, I'm going to try and read the Bible before bed. Um, I tried this once and like I stirred in the Old Testament that's not a good choice. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to try and look for ways that um, I can be a better brother, be a better son, be a better leader yeah. um, among, like, the high school. But also look for things that I can see in myself and that I have. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can use those as building blocks and keep using those as encouragement to get forward. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Thanks, Cooper. So this is a little bit of how this can be practiced in community. And so um, we're going to transition this last little part into a time of prayer. And so simply here, we're going to give you a couple minutes and go ahead and write out in that prayer section just a prayer to God, asking him to help you apply these things to your life. And so again, if writing out prayers is not something that you're accustomed to, it doesn't have to be grammatically correct. The spelling doesn't have to be right. God knows what's on your heart, but go ahead and write to him. What are some of these areas that you would like to grow in and how can he help you apply that to your life? So go ahead and write that in the prayer section and then we'll finish up here in just a second.
ahead and take another 30 seconds or so. I didn't do this in the first service. I'm throwing a little bit of curveball. But would anyone, any of you three, like to share your prayer that you wrote? I know, through your curveball. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so the, the prayer that I wrote this time was a little bit different than the other one just because I have different action steps that I want God to help me with. Um, and so I just said, Lord, I put the burden of anger at your feet. Allow me to put the steps in these verses into action in my own life. Open my heart and my eyes to see what you see in the world and the people around me. Help me to be a doer and not a hearer only. Amen. Beautiful. Anybody else? I wrote, Heavenly Father, thank you for your word and truth that is my perfect mirror. Help me to come to scripture ready to examine, learn, and change so that I can be more like Jesus. Uh, I wrote, Lord, I pray that you can help me listen to the word and grow closer to you. Show me where I can grow as a follower in your child. Help me to lead those around me to you and help me to continue to grow and become a light to those around me. Amen. Beautiful. Well, thank you guys for sharing those, especially sharing your prayers. Sometimes those can be a little bit personal, so I appreciate you guys being willing to do that. And thank you guys for being willing to participate in this. Again, I know it's a little bit out of the norm and not something that we do here regularly um, on a Sunday morning, but what I hope is this. I hope that this gives you, some, gives you a tool that you can um, apply to your life an aspect of where you can start to apply and prayerfully apply God's word to your life in a couple different areas. So maybe for you, for you and your spouse, you've been struggling with how do we, how do we read God's word together? How do we read it together? How do we apply it? How do we pray together? This is something that we struggle with. Hopefully this can be a tool that can, maybe once a week, you and your wife or your husband, your spouse, Pick a verse, and you read through it together, and you share what the Lord has put on your heart and what he's taught you. Maybe this is a good thing for you as a family to do, that once a week you gather around the table and you have a meal, but then you do this together. I, one of the things that I have been blown away with from the third grade milestone to when we've practiced this at my house is to see the insight that my kids have. And it's been something that has really encouraged my faith to really allow them some space to explain what the word has meant to them. And I don't come to it from a place of let me correct your theology. That's some bad theology that you have there. But just beautiful to hear where and how they are processing God's word and helping them feel confident that they can handle God's word and that they can apply it to their life. And again, if you don't have any of those, even to do that in, in your small group, what would it look like for your small group to do this together? Because God is going to highlight different things for all of us. But when you're in community with others, it allows them then the ability to speak into that. So for example, today, like I can come up to Cooper and say, Cooper, how is reading your Bible every night going? And he can be hopefully honest and say, it's going well, or it went well for three days. And I've kind of thought, okay, well, how do we get back there, right? It builds in some accountability. So that is the purpose of this and why we wanted to do it here. And also, last week, Daniel talked about the priority and the importance of God's word. And for us, and what, we, what studies have shown is that being able to read God's word and apply it to your life is one of the key ways that you can become a resilient disciple. It's, someone who you, it's one way that if you want to follow Jesus 
for your entire life, one of the foundational things that you can do is read his word, and as we read in James today, to do it, to put it into practice. So thank you guys for um, doing that. We still have a daily training, so in case you were worried that this felt too different, we still try to keep some things the same. So we do have a daily training, and our daily training is going to be this, is to put this into practice for the next 30 days using our SOAP journal guide. And so we have these SOAP journal guides available. They're in a basket sitting right out here between the front doors um, as you're about ready to exit the building. Um, and we put some there. Now you are the second service and first service already had an opportunity to grab these. And so if we run out, we printed 100 copies. If we run out, we can print more. Just let us know. We'll make sure we print some and you can pick some up next week. Um, but if this is something that was really helpful for you, if this is something that this is a practice, we went ahead and put 30 different scripture passages in here and given you 30 days. And so if this is something that's helpful, that would be our encouragement. Pick one of these up put it into practice in your life. If you're online right now and you can't pick this up, or maybe for you, even just getting the online version. Again, if you scan the QR code on the back of the chair, that's gonna bring you to our digital bulletin. And on there, you will find this digitally. And so you can access it there. So you, you can print it out yourself at home. Um, but it's just a way for us to be able to prayerfully apply scripture to our lives. So I'm gonna close this here in a word of prayer. And uh, Chris and the band will come back out. Thank you guys so much for being willing to share and be vulnerable with us. We really do appreciate it. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. We love you so much. And we thank you for your word and how we can apply it to our lives. And we are thankful that you desire for us to grow. And we know, Lord, that we can grow just one-on-one -on -one in our relationship with you. That spending time in your word alone is beneficial for our growth and for our development. But we also recognize that it can be done in community. And there's something that doing it with one another offers us a different perspective, an opportunity for accountability, and just allow people to get to know us a little bit more as we walk with you. So my prayer is as we leave this place, Lord, that, that we would start to prayerfully apply scripture to our life on a daily basis. And that through that, we would grow in our relationship with you and through this practice also in relationship with others. Thank you for your patience with us as we're in process. We love you. Amen.